Thank you, Lord. I'm just going to look at a couple of scriptures, and then we're we're going to we're going to do some some being still and, and some and some praising God and 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 you know there's so many things that that we allow to distract us. It's not just the news. You know, the news is a big thing right now. The news is just one little distraction, right? You ever you ever uh, just be talking to somebody and they say something probably just not quite the way you thought it should have been said and you get offended? That's a distraction. <laughs> Offense is a distraction. If you ever notice, people that stay offended very long get distracted all the way out of church, right? All the way away from people that God's joined them with. It, it's a dangerous... There's so many distractions that, you know what, there's, there's good distractions, if you will. They're not good because they're still a distraction, right? You know, ever got involved in sports team so much that you probably couldn't hear from God while that game was on? Let me tell you how I know. <laughs> I have to watch those things. I got so involved with a football team one time that it, it made me... I mean, I'd literally grit my teeth while they were playing and, and clench my fist. By the time they were done, I was worn out. And do you realize I couldn't do anything sitting in my chair watching them and screaming at the TV? <laughs> Nothing I could do for them. Glory to God. Don't have to open your Bibles. We'll, we'll, get, we'll put these verses on the, on the screen. But, but the first verse I want to look at is uh, actually not in my notes. Uh, you guys all read your chapters this week. Look at 1 Samuel 23.2 Therefore David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go and smite these Philistines? What did he do? He inquired of the Lord. I don't think he took on the care. Right? If God said yes, then it was a go. Right? So he asked, and then he's ready to go. He said, go smite the Philistines and say, Keilah. Next verse. And David, he, and David went to his men and said, behold. They said, behold, we're afraid. So David's men are afraid. So what's David do? Next verse. David again inquired. Well, you want, he's like, I got a bunch of Freddy cats here. Are you sure I'm supposed to go do this? Right? Now, here's the difference. When he asked, he expected an answer. He expected to hear God tell him something. And you know, I was looking at this when, when we were reading it a few days ago, and God said, many times you've quit doing that. He said, people come up and they say, well, you pray for me, and you pray, but you don't wait to see if I tell you anything else. You don't wait to see if I give you direction to give them. You don't wait, you just pray and then you let them go, like, maybe we'll, we'll wait and see if there will be an answer. What if David would have went and prayed and said, okay, I guess I'll just wait on an answer now, and walked away. And God's sitting there talking, but he walked away. And see, that's so many times when, when we get distracted, when, when we get away from being still. You know what David had to do for just a minute to hear from God? He had to be still. He had, he had to be still. And he had to trust that what God said was truth. He had to be still. And, 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 and then he had to be still a second time. You know, after, after he went back, he's like, well, I must have missed it. No, he didn't miss it at all, did he? Exactly what God told him is exactly what he was supposed to do. He was supposed to go smite the Philistines. Amen? But, but you gotta, you know, an important part of that 
is being still. If in your spirit you're always stirred up and in turmoil, you're not hearing clearly from God. Am I the only one in here that, my, that God's voice sounds like mine every now and then? Why? Because I already had an idea what I wanted and how I thought it should happen. Right? And so I didn't get still enough to hear what God said because I already knew what I wanted. Preconceived notion on what I wanted. But you got to get still. You, you got you got when when you're when when you're young in the faith, if you will. When I was I I was more still young than I am as I get older. I have to I have to bring rein myself in now, right? Because you get so smart that you're stupid, right? Because you got all these scriptures now, right? You got all these scriptures. You know you know just what to say. You've got a pat answer for everything. Pat answers are not spiritual usually. You know, it's like when people say, can you do that? I can do all things through Christ. Can you or are you just quoting a scripture? Do you believe what you just said? Did that come from the heart of God or was that your idea? Yes, you can if you believe that and that's what God told you. Amen. Yes, you can. How can you do it now? It's not enough to just say, I can do all things. God's going to give you direction on how to do it. Amen. And, And if you're not quiet enough, if you don't sit still for a minute... You won't ever hear that part. You'll never hear God give you the direction to get over and do what He's got for you to do. It's time to get quiet. Amen? It's time to, to calm down and, and sit for a minute. Somewhere quiet. I have a feeling David walked away from the crying troops. Right? It'd be hard to hear from, hear from God with all your troops crying until he walked away. Sometimes you've got to walk away. Sometimes you gotta go get in a quiet spot. Sometimes you gotta praise God and worship God and, 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 and get everything out of you, just like we just did now. Just get all that out of you. Get it away. Pull it off. People say, well, God's got my whole heart. Yeah, but you got all these things attached to it. He doesn't want that. He wants your heart. He, he, get rid of all these other things that you're letting be attached to it that, that you've decided to give a part of your heart to. Right? Whether it's your favorite football team or your political affiliation. Right? Glory to God. Don't give your heart. God wants your whole heart. He wants every part of it. Because that's what He can work with. He can't work with partial things. Amen? He wants everything you'll give Him. And everything you'll give Him is all He's working with. Anything you haven't given Him, He's not working with it right now. Amen? He's a good God. And, and He wants good things for us. But sometimes we've got to cast those cares and we've got to get quiet and we've got to sit still. And, and you know, I'm preaching to me as much as I'm preaching to you because I have, I have, I have, I'm, a lot of times I'll catch myself running ahead of God, trying to do things and make them happen when He would just say, let them happen. I've already made a path. You know, you're chopping down trees, you don't have to. Right? Right? You're out in front chopping down trees. If you just let him go there, he'd walk right over. We're, we're supposed to follow God, not lead him. Right? And, and, and it's important. In, in uh, flip, um, Psalms 46, you know, the things of this world bother people that are afraid. 
If, if you're not afraid, the things that's going on in the world today won't bother you. Right? Because God's already got a plan. Right? You know, it, it probably bothers me as much when people say, oh, I, Jesus has got to come back tomorrow. You know, it bothers me as much when people say that as when they say other thing, because that's a lot of people going to be left here. This could be, be tough to get saved without any Christians here. Right? I'm not saying there will be people that do, but it'd be tough. It'll be, it's going to be a tough world. When the Holy Spirit's gone out of here, and, and we're not here, there's no salt, no light, phew, nothing's growing, nothing's preserved. It's not a good time. God's, God's a good God. He doesn't want us to get a hard heart or for our heart to grow cold looking at the things going on in the world. That's what happens if you look to, have you ever noticed if you look too long at the things going on in the world, your heart begins to get calloused. Right? And you don't want that. You want your heart to remain soft because God sees people. Amen? And, and when we do that, we, we get the care of it on us. And, and you got, you, when you're still, you, you got to be still a long time and get rid of, that, rid of that care before you can even hear from God to know direction to go. You know, you know somebody that's in turmoil, uh, and, and then he goes to Timothy and he says, he says, oh, I got to pray for the nation, I got to pray for the nation, I got to pray for the nation, oh, I got to pray for this nation, this nation's going to hell and heaven, best got to pray, got to pray, got to pray, got to pray. And you can't pray. You absolutely can't pray. You absolutely cannot pray in faith right now. Because you're in turmoil. You, you've, got, you've taken on the care like you can do something about it. The reason you're supposed to pray is because you can't do anything about it. But you can pray to the one who can. And so he gave us direction to do that because we can open the door for God to come in. But we can't take on the care and open the door. And when we take on the care, we walk in before him to see what we can do about it. And you can't. Amen? Amen. Psalms 46, 8. It says, Come behold the works of the Lord. And then it says, What desolation He has made. I like it better in the Young's Literal. It says, Who has done astonishing things in the earth. That's, that's more like it. That's more like it because it fits with the next verse. It says, He makes wars to cease unto the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow. He, he cutteth the spear in, in, in sunder. Nothing worse than having a spear asunder. And he burns the chariot and the chariots in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. What's he saying? I got this. You worship me. Don't worship the problem. Don't praise the problem. Don't exalt and magnify the problem. Don't exalt the things that are going on in the earth. Don't, you know, if half the stuff never made the news, it would never even be a deal. Right? If it never got on TV, it'd never be a deal. So don't make it a deal. Don't make it a deal. Don't let it be a deal in your life. Because it, it needs to be away from Why? Because be still. You're serving the Lord God Almighty. The one that makes wars to cease. The one that, that burns chariots in the fire. He, he, he's got this. All His plans are going to come to pass. Some of them people aren't going to like. If they don't get saved one day, they're not going to like them at all. Amen? It won't be fun for them. We're glad He's patient because He was patient with you and me. Right? What if, what, what if He came before you and me got saved? 
we'd be bumming right now. We'd have been saying, man, I wish those Christians would have prayed that he'd wait. Glory to God. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen and I will be exalted in the earth. In other words, he's saying, I'm God. They're going to see that I'm God. You just be still. You don't have to show them or tell them I'm God. They're going to see it. I'll be exalted. Amen? He will be. He will be. It doesn't say He'll be exalted by us. It says He'll be exalted by the heathen. Amen? Which we all once were. <laughs> Glory to God. God, God has us. And, and then, then the next, very next verse, He says, the, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. What's that? Sounds like cast all your care. The Lord of hosts is with you. The God of Jacob is your refuge. You, no, matter what, no matter what's happening, you can go and hide. You can be protected. You can be kept. You, you know what? You're going to have enough food. You're going to have enough money. You're, you're going to make it. Right? People said, well, what, what if you don't have any food and you starve to death? I'm like, would you rather be here without food? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if the world really, really gets bad, how hard are you going to try to be here? Right? I mean, if it really, really gets bad, you're not going to try that hard to be here. I know when I was a kid, I used to see all this stuff, you know, this was back in the 70s and 80s, and all this stuff had come. My mom, you know, she was, she'd get all these newsletters and things in the mail, and they'd tell you, had some telling you what year God was coming back, and, and I was a kid, I'm playing football, I'm like, can you wait till I get done with football? That scared me when I mean literally, I, you know. And if you if you're a kid in here, don't be afraid. Live your life. But but it did. It scared me. I'm like, I want to get married one day. You know, I want I want to, well, yeah, there's things I want to do, Lord. And realizing I'm not serving God all that much anyway. But I still knew He was coming back someday. How'd I get off on that? Doesn't make any sense to what I'm talking about. Can't get off on all this. Glory to God. We serve a good God. And if we'll, if we'll let Him have it, if we'll let Him have these things, He'll use us to help Him. But you've got to be behind Him to help Him. Amen? Look at Philippians 4. Verse 6. It says, Be careful for nothing. Notice He says that before He says, but by prayer. Because you can't be careful and pray. Right? Prayer, careful worry is fear. And praying out of fear. Anybody ever get a report? And I know I'm the only one who ever did this. But you got a report. I was driving down the road one day and I got a report of something. And somebody was in the hospital and they'd had a bad wreck. And immediately fear came up. And I start praying in tongues as, as fast as I can. In fear. It's not, not, not the way to pray. I needed to stop, be careful for nothing, and pray. And ask for what I wanted. Amen? You'd be careful for nothing and ask. We serve a faithful God. You know, we, we've got to keep that always in our heart. Our God is faithful. Our God is, He's never failed us. He never will. He's a faithful God. It's when we quit listening and hearing from Him that He seems unfaithful. Why? Because you walked out of His faithfulness. You're over here where His faithfulness is over here. 
And he had, he had you turning right way back here, but you got ahead of him and went on. And people say, well, he wasn't faithful to me. He was very faithful to you. You weren't faithful to him. Faithful people follow. Right? And, you know, I'm talking to me again. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I've gotten ahead of him and said, well, God, why'd that happen? And he, he, as much said, you were out here. If you're out here and I'm here, how can I help you? He's got a path for us, but we got to get still. We got to get quiet for a minute. We got we got to we got to be able to sit down or stand up and just praise and worship Him, and then stop for a minute and listen. And sometimes He'll just say, "Hey, good to see you." Why does He say that? Because I haven't I haven't talked to you in so long. I've been here, but you've been ignoring me. We, we ignore God way too much. He, he's got lots to say. You know, one time I asked, I was talking to him. I said, so it doesn't seem like I've talked to you that much. He said, I've been talking. You're not listening. He said, I'll talk anytime you want. He said, I will have a conversation with you any moment, any time of any day. But you have to give me time. Amen? And it's true. It's true. And when we do give him time, he keeps us so well. He'll tell you to go 52 and a 60. Right? And if you do it, you'll be safe. Glory to God. It's hard to do sometimes because why? Because you got pride. I don't want those people behind me to think I can't drive. <laughs> They're really going to think a lot when you hit that car next to, around that curve. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made, un- be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds. What's it going to keep them from? Being careful. It's going to keep your heart and mind from being careful. The peace of God. Why? Because you ask. You got rid of the care. You ask. And you trust. Amen? And when we do that, you know, it's like I said earlier, I could, I could sit down and my legs would be resting. I could put my arms on the armrest and my arms would be resting. But your mind could still be going 100 miles an hour. Right? Anybody... Anybody ever said, and my, my wife does this, but I won't say it's her. <laughs> right? They sit down like this, and they cross their legs. I don't know if I can cross my hand. <laughs> Why? There's something else I could be doing. Right? I'm like, let's, let's watch TV real quick. That leg starts switching. Why? There's something else I could be doing. There's lots that I could be doing. We're like, we're all like that. Some people just don't twitch their leg. Right? Lots of times she'll say, she'll be talking to me and she'll look over and she'll say, did you hear anything I said? And I'll mention two words because that's all I heard and act like I heard her. Why? My mind was going a thousand miles an hour somewhere else. That's what God's doing. He said, did you hear anything I said? Because no, you didn't because you weren't being still. Amen? You weren't being still. You, you gotta, you gotta give him everything. You, you gotta surrender everything. And, and you know, we, we make it sound like it'd be really tough. But it should be the easiest thing in the world because you can't fix it anyway. I spent seven years trying to fix a business that I could never fix. And he fixed it in seven months. And and that's amazing because what I had done to it wasn't worthy of being fixed in seven months. That's like recreating the planet. Glory to God. Jeremiah 33.3. My mom used to call that God's phone number. I don't know if she got that from somebody else or she made it up, but that's what she called it. 
says, call unto me and I will answer you. Do we believe that? Do you believe it enough that when you call on him, you'll sit still until you hear an answer? You know, sometimes God wants to give us an answer, but we've already got how we want it done. You know, it's like when Kim, and I I know I've mentioned this a lot of times, but I'm going to mention it again. It's like when she was going through the breast cancer. And when we first heard it, everything in us wanted to say, no, we're just going to rebuke that. We're going to, you know, and you get, you get your, get your back up and get things going the way you think they ought to go. And then God says, sit down and listen to me. He says, check, check with your elders. Pray about it. Right? Get quiet for a minute. And that's what we told the doctor when he said, you know, the doctor said, well, we're going to do this. I mean, we walked in there and he starts reading off a list of all these things he's going to, they're going to do. And we're like, woo, you know, cares. Here's a care. Here's a whole list of cares. Let me throw them on you. Right? And we, we got quiet long enough for him to say, this is, how, this is how you need to do it. This is how you need to do it. You need to let me work through these doctors. Let me work through them. And he let us minister to them all the way. We still love her. Well, we do. We love her doctor. I'll go see him with her. I haven't in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we, had, we ended up having a really great relationship. Why? We talked about things of God. He used to ask me quick questions like, do you believe Jesus went to hell? He literally asked me that in an appointment one time. Like, should we focus on... <laughs> right? But no, we shouldn't. Why? Because that's why God had us there. One of the reasons God had us there. But we had to get quiet. It was no different than the crying troops. We had to get quiet. Amen? It says, call on me and I will answer you. It says, I will answer you. So we need to get quiet enough after we call to let him answer. That doesn't mean you go to the church, you call 16 people, and ask their opinion. You you ask only the people that God tells you to ask, and tell only the people God tells you to tell. Right? Some people aren't in the place to help you right now. That doesn't mean they're not faith people. They got lots going on. Right? Tell the people you're supposed to tell. Do the things He tells you to do. Get quiet. And trust that when He said, if you'll call on me, I'll answer you. It's not a big revelation, is it? Everybody's read that verse, but not everybody's listening. Right? Not everybody's taking the time to hear from God. And sometimes you've got to get yourself out of the way to hear from God. But you've got to call on Him, believe that He'll answer you, and then not only believe He's going to answer you, but He's going to show you great and mighty things, things you don't know, things that you couldn't conjure up if you tried to, you couldn't make them happen, you couldn't do this, He's going to show you the direction to go where His mighty power is. Amen? Amen? And when you do that, you, you, you will have been quiet, first of all, because you would have heard Him. You won't hear you. You won't hear somebody else's opinion. You won't hear nothing else. It's Him. He, he loves to talk to us. He loves to give us direction. He loves communication with His children. He'll listen to you. He sit there and listen to me for hours times. I'm just sitting there saying, Lord, we got this going. We're going to do this. What about this? What do you think about this? And I'm asking him all these questions, but I'm never stopping for an answer. 
Right? And he's, he is so gracious, he'll sit there and listen to you. But he'd be even more gracious if you'd shut up for just a minute. And he'd start giving us direction. He'd start giving us direction. And it would honor him. And it would show him where our heart was. Our heart was for him. Our heart was towards him. Right? We've given him everything. We've, we've surrendered our life, our heart. We, we've, we've, tr- we've surrendered our trust. We know he's God. We can't do it. We can't do it, but we know He can. And, and when we surrender that, when we, when, when we, when we go a, a bigger direction, when we look to Him and, and we forget about our ways and, and we get out of fear, you got to get out of fear long enough because fear has all those questions. Worry has all those questions. When you, when you find yourself asking questions, know you're not in faith. Right. Because when you're in faith... Like when Peter stepped out in the boat, he had no questions. Questions came when he looked over here and looked over here. Right? When, he, when, when Jesus said, come, he stepped out of the boat, there was no question. He believed he could have walked on the water right then or he wouldn't have stepped out. The questions came when he looked other directions. When we trust God, we don't have to look another direction. Glory to God. Stand with your chin on your feet for just a minute. If you get Tonight we're going to sing some. We're going to get quiet some. Sit down. Shut your eyes. Shut off the world. Shut off the things that have been going on. Shut, shut off the things that, that are not God. And, and let Him have access in, into your heart right now. There, there's things that every person here has been dealing with. There's questions that they've asked. And they believe they know the answer. But God would say, I'll give you the exact answer. If you'll just be quiet for a minute. Just sit still and know that I am God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Everybody just bow your heads. Just be quiet for a minute. Be quiet for a minute. This is my desire. This is my desire to As we do, give it to Him. Don't just sing it. Give it to Him.
Give Him access. Give Him full access to every part of you. To give you answers. To to show you wisdom. to, To love you. And to bring you out. To heal your body. To, to, to make sure that you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. Thank you. Thank you. This is my Just get quiet and let Him minister to you. Let Him minister peace. Let Him minister love. Give the Lord access.
The Lord said there's several people that would like to come to the altar and pray and, and, and be still. And come on, in Sarasota, in here, if you want to come to the altar, come on. Come on. Bring your faith and come on. It's a great place to pray.
ask him again for that direction. Ask him the questions that you'd asked before that you didn't think you got an answer for. Now that you're quiet, now that you're still, listen, listen. He's talking to hearts right now. He's talking to hearts and souls. He's changing things. He's he's giving you direction. He's he's showing you where you could have been, what you should have went, and where you still can go. watching my internet in Sarasota and you were prayed for for healing for some things in your life and you knew when you left that place you were healed and then let it go after you walked out the door you were healed and pick that back up that's yours you were healed and you still are remember that time and, and grab hold
praise and worship are a mighty way to get still. Eventually you have to stop singing to hear, but praise and worship, praise and worship. It not only worships God, it reminds you who He is. Amen? Because He's a good God. He's, he's given answers tonight. He's given us answers to, to things on how we can get it. He's, if nothing else, He gave you an answer to how you can get an answer. Amen? Because He's a good God. And He's looking to help us all the time. And if we'll seek Him, if we'll, if we'll turn towards Him, and, and we'll, and we'll cast off all these other distractions, and He'll heal us. He'll keep us. I sing praises to your name, oh Lord, praises to your name, oh Lord, for your name is great, and greatly to be Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just give Him thanks. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your kindness and your mercy. Thank you for being so wonderful. So wonderful. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you meeting us here, for for helping us and showing us, showing us your kindness, showing us your mercy, showing us the way, giving us direction. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. See how quiet it is in here? It's peace. That's peace. Reach out and grab some. Do you know that getting quiet's even easier by yourself at home, in your car? When you, if you don't blast the radio, it's easy to get quiet. <laughs> so I'm listening to Christian music. Okay. And that's good. But every now and then, when you're really dealing with something, be still and know who your Father is. Know that He's the one that gives all the answers. He's the one that heals your body. He's the one that's going to pull you out of whatever mess you've made. He's the one that loves you. Glory to God. He's wonderful. He is wonderful. Glory to God. Glory to God. I could stand in this peace for a while. I gotta be honest with you, this is nice.
There's a lot of peace right up here. You guys feel the peace? Yeah, it's good. It's good. And if you, if you don't have it, get it now. Don't don't walk out of here. I say, I wonder. You know what people say that are worrying? I wonder why I'm not getting peace. Stop doing that. I'm getting peace. I'm having peace. I'm being peaceful. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. He's so wonderful. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. We got something wonderful to sing out with? We can sing a Carmen song. Isn't he wonderful? 